What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Red Devil Roundup. My name's Cameron, and yeah, United vs Spurs this morning, and it has been a while, <clears throat> been about probably over a month now, and the reason I haven't been uploading was, I guess, partially because I was busy with work and what have you, but probably more so was that I was just really getting fed up of talking about United, I was getting fed up of watching United, and don't get me wrong, I still watched every minute of every game, frustratingly enough, but just the disappointing results were coming thick and fast, one after another, after another, after another, and... Uh, for me personally, it became a bit too much to, I guess, constantly be reporting on. You know, I think it's been since maybe a Burnley game or something, I've done one. Uh, shortly after that Middlesbrough um, FA Cup exit. And what we, you know, we beat Brighton 2-0, we beat Leeds. But I think overall, it was pretty disappointing. There was one all draw that let it go, that draw against Watford, that nil all, nearly broke me psychologically. And then there was Man City last week, which was basically something that I didn't feel like it warranted me releasing an episode or recording a podcast to kind of go to through the ins and outs of what happened. And, you know, we were the second best side by a country mile. We got a deserved loss and it had been pretty much a replica of the performances we'd seen for the last month. Uh, United haven't been clinical in recent times. And this morning was a game in which regardless of the result, I was going to record a podcast. It was either going to be somewhat hopeful or extremely frustrated. And fortunately for me, it is a somewhat hopeful podcast. Um, my adrenaline this morning prior to recording this now, it was just off the charts after watching this performance against Spurs. So I'll look at the massive game we've got coming up this week, which is why this week is going to be very much make or break. But otherwise, I'm going to look at today's game. I'm going to look at what kind of prospects stand for the rest of the season, where to next, and then I guess our Champions League hopes as we verse Atletico Madrid at home uh, on Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. So yeah, that's going to be enormous. But yeah, so I'm just going to get straight into it. This morning, United versus Spurs at Old Trafford. And United won at 3-2 with one of probably the most entertaining game in the season so far for me. If not, it's definitely the top three or five, along with it goes to the 3-2 against Arsenal, the 4-1 against Newcastle, 5-1 against Leeds. One of those sorts of games when it was pretty back and forth, the chances were flying, and it didn't look like it was going to ever eventuate into a pretty boring, dry stalemate. Both teams went for it, and fortunately... And deservedly, United emerged victorious thanks to a hat-trick from the GOAT himself, Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, given his current scoring record or his recent form, I was a little worried going into this game. I know, especially against that in that Watford game previously, it was by far probably for me the most frustrating game to watch this season because Watford was so poor, they created so little, and we created so many chances which we couldn't score with Ronaldo up top. Um, and him included, along with other players, was missing glorious chances. So I think after that, I was like along with a lot of other United fans, probably thinking, not saying, is he finished? But I was kind of like, maybe he really, he isn't the same, you know, God-tier footballer that we've been watching for the last 15 or so years. Um, And he went and proved me wrong this morning. So, look, three goals, three brilliant goals as well. Like, it was no ordinary hat-trick. It was no, I know you hear people these days, I don't know how they can actually justify saying it, but they're like, oh, it's the worst hat-trick I've ever seen when someone scores one. Like, three goals in a game is a good achievement regardless. But this was nothing of the sorts. This was a brilliant hat-trick. He scored an absolute screamer from 20, 25 yards for his opening goal in the 12th minute. Uh, He scored, I suppose, a tap-in, but nicely worked as well. I think it was Nemanja Matic uh, lost one over the top. Jadon Sancho threads it across the middle of the opponent's penalty box, and Ronaldo finishes it past Hugo Lloris to make it 2-1 at the time. And Ronaldo's third goal was... Much to, I assume, everyone's surprise, a header off a corner. Our second set-piece goal in the Premier League this season. And it was actually a brilliant header. It was genuinely brilliant. He stuck it right in the top corner. Headers are unpredictable. When the cross gets rifled in, and when you're that close to goal, I guess that close, probably that penalty spot. But, like, very unpredictable for keepers and very hard to defend when a player meets it like that. 
But he didn't hit it down the middle. He didn't hit it low. He went right to the top corner. And it was a brilliant header to uh, cap off his hat-trick. So a fantastic hat-trick from CR7. A fantastic performance from United and a great result. As always, there's always things that can be worked on for United. Uh, I mean, given that we did concede two goals and we did have to leave it quite late to salvage the result. <clears throat> we went 1-0 up and I was thinking, you know what? We can win this. We can do this. We can hold on. Like, and when I say win this, I don't mean we can scrape a 3-2 win in the last minute, cop a couple goals and really have everyone on edge and feeling severe anxiety for an entire match. More in the sense, I thought we're 1-0 up. Spurs are creating chances. So are we. We're looking dangerous on the counter-attack and we're defending pretty comfortably early on. Um, I was really hoping there'd be a way that we could actually just maybe get another one in the first half, get another, you know, a 2 3 4 nil win. Just something where there's a bit of breathing room between us and Spurs so it doesn't go down to the wire, which wasn't the case. Harry Kane scored a penalty, and this is something I want to talk about. Um, I believe John Moss was the referee, and I think he got this completely wrong. And the reason I think he got this completely wrong was not because he just gave a penalty for Spurs against United, but earlier in that game, Ronaldo had a shot, which was cut back by Sancho, and it hit. It was essentially pretty much deja vu in my opinion, where it hit an outstretched arm. I think it was Eric Dyer, but it was behind his body. It's like his arm was kind of backwards, as opposed to like in front of his body, like your hands do when you walk. And they've said no penalty. And then the penalty that was given for Harry Kane, from in my opinion, was exactly the same. But Talis' arm was just slightly in front of his body. So the situation, I think the commentators got it wrong as well, which I don't know, maybe I have got it. I, obviously, I'm biased. But look, I've spoken to a few people who couldn't care less who won that game. And they all said that the decision itself was just a display of inconsistency. Like they didn't get one wrong or the other. But at the end of the day, if you give one, you should give the other or vice versa, um, whether it is or isn't given. So... The fact they've gotten that and given that penalty, uh, when Taylor's arm is slightly in front of his body, slightly extended, and the ball was rifled in from Kulisevsky. Um, and Ronaldo's was maybe a bit closer, but he did not strike it as well as Kulisevsky did, so there was more time to react, and it hits Dyer's hand. Like For me, I think it's just the inconsistencies of refereeing with or without VAR, um, which frustrated me, because I thought we'd started pretty well, we're 1-0 up, and early leads for Manchester United this season have been very, very hard to come by, so I was incredibly I'm always grateful that we had one and I was praying to dear Lord that we'd be able to hold on to it. So I think they got that wrong. At the time, it cancelled out Ronaldo's glorious opener. Fortunately for us, he managed to get that goal, which looked offside initially, but it turns out, fortunately for United fans, Regulon sat deeper than the rest of their back four and he played on Jaden Sancho, who cut it across, Ronaldo to score. And then 72nd minute, United a 2-1. We're not cruising by any means. Spurs are creating chances. We're sitting kind of deep. Did we look comfortable? I wouldn't say comfortable, but I thought we were solid enough that we'd be able to do the job. Hillman Son rifles it across goal. Harry Maguire sticks it into his own net. Romero is behind him. I actually think he might have been a bit offside had the ball gone through and Spurs had scored that anyway. Um, at the time, I went berserk. I lost it. It was like just the season we're having, the way things, everything going, and I was like, of course, it's bloody captain Harry Maguire that has stuck the ball into his own net. When like this is by far the most important game we're playing at this point in this season. Like, we need to win. And you can tell by the subs that uh, Rolf Rangnick made when he took off Matic and put on Cavani. Drawing wasn't an option. I think maybe if we were sitting in fourth where Arsenal are right now, we had a few games in hand and we're still clear, then yeah, I think maybe he'd be like, you know what, we'll keep... We'll stay a bit more defensively structured than rather throwing numbers forward to try and get the win, but that is not an option with where United sat on the table today. And I'm glad that Rangnick unlike some previous managers, is aware of that and is willing to kind of take that gamble to throw things forward because A, it gives us that opportunity to win games and yes, it can come at the expense of losses, but we did it against West Ham earlier in the season when Rashford scored that last minute winner. We did it again today and the gamble paid off. And for United fans, for anyone in that stadium, for anyone watching and for the stakes, sorry, 
for the sake of our season now, it's going to make a massive, massive difference. Um, and I guess what a game in which to do it. So, yeah, Maguire scored the own goal, and I could see our season crumbling before my very eyes. And Ronaldo came up with that hair in the corner in the 81st minute. The clutch. Goat-like behavior, whatever you want to call it. Brilliant hat-trick, brilliant performance, and that is why he is the greatest player of all time. And with those goals, he also cemented his status as the highest scorer in the history of football. So make of that what you will, but he's not done and dusted yet. We've got Atletico coming up in the Champions League this week, and we all know how good his record is against Atletico Madrid. So I guess looking at that game, looking forward, and I guess that's what I'm going to do now, is look towards the Champions League because... Yeah, I know there's a lot of Premier League still to come. Uh, a lot of games coming thick and fast. And there's actually not many games overnight, which I found uh, surprising. I thought there'd be more. So there's still a few results we're going to be waiting on. Arsenal versus Leicester uh, tonight. Uh, Chelsea versus Newcastle. Um, so yeah, those results will obviously have a big part to play. I'm praying a couple of teams can do us, a, uh, do us a solid and get some points off them. Because we've done our, I guess, ourselves a massive favor in beating Spurs and getting ourselves back into that top four race. Because I think if United lost today... Statistically, it's always somewhat possible we could get back into it, but I think if we lost today, we were out of the top four race. I would not see us losing this game and then see Arsenal, Spurs dropping an abundance of points and us managing to win a number of games consistently. So, look, we don't have a Premier League game for a a little while now, I don't believe. Yeah, we're not versing Liverpool till... Well, I've got postponed. We haven't got a Premier League game till April now, so there's not a huge number of... uh, A huge amount of football coming in for Manchester United. But looking at the Champions League and looking at how things are going, Atletico played yesterday and they won 2-1 against Cadiz. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, Jao Felix scored and Rodrigo de Paul scored. And Felix, we all know, obviously scored that header against United in the first leg. Fortunately, Langer pulled one back and equalized in that one-all draw uh, late on. So there's everything to play for. No away goals or anything anymore either in the Champions League. So it's pretty much an all or nothing for United. Get those points, win that game, and get through to the quarterfinal. So with that being said, We've got the Champions League match coming up, and we've got Atletico at home. For me, it's 7 a.m. on a Wednesday morning before work. I might have to watch some of it on the train, which can be really frustrating. How do I think United are going to line up? How do I think we're going to play, and how do I think we're going to go? I think this Spurs game gives us a lot to look forward to and a lot to kind of build off. I think that is a good performance to bring going in. The fact that we're going forward, we're you know, an attacking side. We created chances. We scored goals. If we're not like that against Atletico Madrid, believe me, they are that stubborn. They can just sit deep, absorb pressure, and they'll just... Pretty much like they did in the first leg, try and get that one chance that they can score, and they'll sit back, and it'll be incredibly difficult for us to break them down, especially if they frustrate us and prevent us from scoring early on. So it becomes like a few of our recent games when, like, uh, I think it was Watford over, it's just, you know, start come 70th, 80th minute, we're just throwing numbers into the box and pinging balls in there, and they're just sending it out every single time, just heading it back out, heading it back out. And it almost looks comfortable. So we can't let it get to that stage, and I think the way we played today is a good uh, step to take to this Atletico Madrid fixture in the Champions League. What lineup do I think we're going to bring to the game? Oh, it's tough. I think David De Gea will start in goals. There's no doubt in my mind. I think we'll play a similar back four, although I think there may be a change. I think we'll play Dallow again. I thought he was good today. I think we'll play Varane again, who's very comfortable at the back, and he's obviously Champions League Varane, experienced in the competition. He's quick. He's aggressive. He's a great defender. He's good on the ball. I think we'll see Varane, and I think we'll see Tellers at left-back again, because I thought he was really good. I thought he was actually brilliant today. I think he had a great performance at left-back. The question mark that lingers over my head still is, will Harry Maguire play? I think it's probable that he will, but I just think after the own goal today, and I guess the way he's kind of performed recently, and a low block, a low blocking side against Atletico Madrid, I wouldn't be surprised if we played Lindelof instead. 
And you know what? I'm going to say, I think Ralph might take that gamble. I think against a team like Atletico, when we need to be playing progressive football, Lindelof's distribution is phenomenal for a centre-back. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see Varane Lindelof with Tellers and Dallas fullbacks, um, just so we can actually play early, start counter-attacks fast, and try and create chances early on. What do I think we're going to do in the midfield? Depending on what happens with Bruno Fernandes, because he was out today with COVID. Paul Pogba, that midfield, yeah, that midfield dilemma. I think we'll play Nemanja Matic again. I think we'll play Matic and Fred again, actually. I think we'll go with the same two CDMs. I think Matic controls the ball well, and I think he came off the bench in the second half against Atletico last time, and he actually helped calm us down. He got his foot on the ball, he kept the ball, he retained possession well, and we looked a lot more comfortable in possession with him on the pitch. So I think Ralph will acknowledge that, and he'll start him again like he did today, because I think having Matic could make a big difference. So I think we'll see Matic, and then I think Fred complimented him very well today. I think he did brilliantly. Uh, so I think we'll see those two in midfield again. Our three attack mids, there's no doubt in my mind we'll see Jaden Sancho out on the left. The question is, who will we see on the other side and in the middle? It depends whether Bruno's good to play. I'm not sure as to whether he's just sick or has COVID, but if Bruno's out, I think we'll see Paul Pogba. And I think we actually might just see Paul Pogba anyway. I think Bruno can kind of, with his aggressive pressing, pushing up next to Ronaldo, he can kind of leave us structurally exposed, even though Paul wasn't tremendous today. I think we'll see a Langer on the other side as well. Up top, I think we'll see Ronaldo. No doubt in my mind, we'll see Ronaldo. He scored a hat-trick today. Greatest player of all time. He's got goals in him, and he's got a great track record, both in the Champions League, in the Champions League knockout stage, and against Atletico Madrid. So I think Ronaldo will start up top. So I guess to go over that, De Gea, in my opinion, this will be our lineup. De Gea, Dallo, Varane, Lindelof, Tellez, then Matic, Fred, Sancho, Pogba, Alangarin for Rashford, and then Cristiano Ronaldo up top. My score predictions for that game... Oh, I don't want it to be... Dumb stupidity and being hopeful that we actually might be able to win a game comfortably. I think United go through. I pray United go through. And I'm going to, you know what, after today's performance, I'm in a good mood. I'm confident. I'm still full of adrenaline because I was going bonkers on that couch when Ronaldo scored his hat-trick. I'm going to say United win. I'm going to say United win. I'm going to say United win. I don't see he's keeping a clean sheet. I'm going to say 2-1 we go through in extra time. Um, and look... Whatever it takes, if United go through, that's fine by me. But I'm going to say 2-1 in extra time uh, and with Ronaldo to get, say, both the goals. But yeah, I guess that's pretty much all for me today. Uh, in terms of United, it's a pretty actually surprisingly dry month in March coming up. And uh, now that we're out of, I guess, cup competitions other than the Champions League because we're meant to versus Liverpool on the 21st of March, but that's now become an FA Cup weekend. So they'll be playing their quarterfinal or semifinal, no quarterfinal. Um during that time period. So United will have a week off. So we've essentially got Atletico Madrid and that is our last game for March. So yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm going to get back onto this a little bit more regularly. Hopefully United can give me something to cheer about going forward. Uh, And thanks for tuning in guys. I'm out.